Hello, college fans, and welcome back to another edition of College Pick'em Show with Wes and John. Uh, I am Wes Pruitt. Christian Johnson's over there to the left. Uh, John Sturdivant's down there to my immediate uh, or caddy corner to the left. And we have a very special guest, uh, one Mr. Tayshawn Holmes. Uh, the name may sound familiar. Uh, he played for uh, Arkansas State, uh, played under Gus Malzahn and Hugh Freeze. Am I correct on that? Yeah, man. Yeah, two great legends in the college game. Well, Tayshawn, thank you very much for being on the show with us today. Uh, I apologize we got started later than we typically would. Uh, had some difficulties this morning. Um, man, just I guess my first question for you would be this. Uh, when you look at Gus Malzahn and you look at Hugh Freeze in their current coaching situation. Hold on. My bad, y'all. Uh, in their current coaching situation, of course, Gus Malzahn, Gus Malzahn that, he, that seat's been hot for what seems like since he's been there. And then you look at Gus Malzahn. Uh, Hugh Freeze and the job done at Liberty is just amazing. Uh, just give me right. the insight into both of those coaches and how do you, how you think as a former player they're handling both both situations. Um, I believe well starting out with Coach Freeze, man, I believe he's handling the situation great with the um, situation he was put in when he's with Ole Miss. You know that didn't turn out pretty good, but um, with the time he took off to be with his family. Um, it showed that it was it was tremendous, and he was able to balance his life out, get everything good with his wife and his kids, and um, to be able to turn that program around in Liberty, man, it, it, I mean, it's wonderful. It just shows the type of leadership that Coach Freeze brings to a team. Um, when he, well, he was the offensive coordinator when he came here at A State. Um, he turned down a position. Well, I, he accepted a position at San, San Jose State, but it was so far away from home that um, when I believe – I forgot the coach's name who came here before him. Steve um, he Roberts. Going, Steve, well, yeah, it was Steve Roberts. Well, well, Coach Roberts was here, but it was a – matter of fact, it was an offensive coordinator who was at the University of Memphis at the time um, when Larry Porter was there. And uh, um, Was that was – that, uh, that wasn't Harson, was it? No, it wasn't Harson. Um, man, his name slipped slipped my mind. But um, he wasn't here for that long. Um, he ended up going to USC, I believe, in 2010, 2011. Um, he probably was at A-State probably like a month or two. Um, he was just here long enough to uh, help bring in that recruiting class. But um, once he left um, – it was kind of hard on getting another office coordinator to fill his position, but just so happened we had um, Coach Freeze who was able to fill that void. And um, just immediately when he came in, everyone loved him. And um, he's definitely a, a player's coach. Um, he, he, he definitely brings that family environment, um, that mentality. Um, that was his biggest thing whenever uh, we played for him was, was family first. And um, he was definitely one of those coaches that you, if you were having trouble at home that you can definitely go to and just vent to him. And um, he always put his, put his players first. And so I'm pretty sure he's doing the same as well in Liberty, um, especially with Coach Harris and Coach Platoon and those guys um, being there with him. And um, he just, you know, just continue his legacy. And um, it, it just shows the type of guy – 
you are whenever um, you're, you're sick in bed, but you can still coach from the press box. Like, stuff like that. Just shows Literally from coming. a hospital bed. That is the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. ESPN pans up and there's yes. laying there in the hospital bed with his play calling sheet. Like, come on, boys. Just run the play, all right? Come on, let's go. I'm just like, I mean, I don't – I've never seen anything like that in my life. No, that, that just and that just shows his commitment to the game, yeah, man. And it does. when you have a coach like that, man, it shows that he's in it one hundred and ten percent. So that that definitely what as a player you want to give it your all just for a guy because you know he's doing the same as well. And so with um Liberty on the rate that they are now, man, it's amazing. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't see them being in the position that they are right now. But I mean, with, with, with Cole Freeze, I mean, hey, he 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 he's done the impossible. I mean, when he was here at A State, um, I believe when I got here in '09, the last time um, A State been in the bowl game, I believe we went to the New Orleans Bowl and we actually tied for first place. So we didn't win first place; we actually tied for it. And since then, it's kind of been like a down season. I mean, here at A-State, we've always had the talent, but it's just we're, we're missing that one thing in which Coach Roberts, don't get me wrong, he's definitely a great guy and great coach, and he's definitely brought a lot of great players um, to, to, to the school. But I think around that time, it was just a transition um, mm -hmm. in college football, basically football period, um, where a lot of teams were going from the eye formation just – being run heavy to the spread. And so that's where we were kind of behind um, my freshman year going in in 2009. Um, it's just a lot of teams, you know, they were already ahead of the program. But when Coach Freeze came, I mean, that was the offense that he was running. And that's the offense that we definitely needed. And once he came, he just installed that mentality in us that, you know, we're, we're going to play fast, we're going to spread it out, and we're, we're going to score. And um, my freshman year, we definitely had a good defense. I think we were – we ended up being top 25, if I'm not mistaken. We were probably like 25 um, my freshman, my sophomore year. It's just the offense is, is what kind of was lacking for us. Um, but Coach Freeze, uh, I mean, he's definitely a lovable guy. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he's doing good things there at, um, at Liberty. And um, with Gus Malzahn. I mean, they, they're kind of similar in a way, but different. I guess whenever you discussing them about how they deal with players and deal with people in, in the media, um, Coach Reeves, like I said, he's definitely a, a player's coach, but Coach Malzahn, he's more so a perfectionist, you know. Mm -hmm. he, he might not say all the right things. He might not do all the right things. But when it comes to X's and O's, like, he's definitely the guy that, that, that you would need to listen to. And um, I believe just in the SEC itself, I mean, Coach Freeze proved it himself. Like, everybody knows Alabama's the top dog. And so every team in the SEC is trying to beat Alabama. Um, I, yeah, exactly. And I was telling a guy not too long ago that um, you can lose every game in your, in your season. As long as you beat Alabama, a lot of teams yeah, uh, feel like that's a successful uh, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. To me, that, that's, that's what it seemed like. So, so uh, with Kofri is able to do that um, a couple of times, and um, Malzahn um, was able to do that. I mean, 
he he definitely put himself in a in a good position that year when he was with um Cam Newton. Um, as of late, I feel like he's definitely getting you know he's definitely the scapegoat there. Um, I don't see him. I don't see why he's the seat's so hot for him because I yeah, mean, Auburn fans. Auburn fans are just like that. I mean. He's actually won. He's won a lot of games there. Exactly. Uh, and, he, exactly. and he's beaten Alabama. Uh, and he's gotten them to a national championship. Uh, you know, I don't understand it either, but I just I, think I, fans, fans are yeah, never happy. Yeah, Auburn, they definitely they compare themselves to Alabama a lot. And um, they feel like they're yep. not better than Alabama um, by, by a wide margin that I guess they feel like they don't have a successful season. But I, I mean, got to meet Gus one time. We, uh, me and my friend and his dad and my dad went to the A State campus when he was there. Oh, got wow. to meet him. He's yeah, a, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, De- Gus, he's definitely a good guy. Um, I would say just from a, a player standpoint, he kind of left. I want to say on a wrong note with us, but we kind of yeah. felt that a lot of stuff that he was preaching. Um, you know, who was de- was definitely um how how can I say it? Um let me see. Well, a lot of stuff that he was preaching, he felt like he he was hundred and ten percent with us, in which I know the it's the business. I mean, once you leave a right. team, I mean you definitely gotta stick with that team. But at the same time, we always felt that, you know, once you start the season with us, you're gonna finish with us. And so yeah. um just just with me as a player, you know, at the time, you know, I I felt some type of way about it, but just looking back at it, I mean, it's it's just the business of, of, of the coaching nature, and um, in which we definitely had a lot of coaches to come through Arkansas State at that time. I believe it was like in like a five year span, five stepping had five head coaches. Yeah, 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 yeah. I it mean, in, in, in which you can't really knock it when you look back on it. Because I mean, we definitely put a lot of coaches in positions. Like if you look at it today, I yeah. mean, we got Coach Drinkwitz, in which he's the head coach at Missouri. Then we got Coach Allen, he's the head coach at Indiana, um, and Coach Harson, you know, he's he's the head coach at Boise State. And so we we definitely had a lot of good coaches that come through Arkansas State, and which you know that's something as a, as an alumni you you can be proudful of, exactly. and you can you can definitely. Um, tell a lot of a lot of people that it, it comes through and um they know that okay a lot a lot of guys from Jonesboro you know that they, they're legit you know it's, it's definitely a good program now in which nowadays I mean we, you know we, we're going through our ups and downs now here but um this is I, a down I, year for Arkansas State they're man. usually usually pretty yeah. good Arkansas State's usually in the mix for the Sun Belt every year I think it's well, still, I think it's an injury bug thing, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you lose when you lose Lincoln Paired, you lose a major weapon in that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, you know, you mentioned Arkansas State being a stepping stepping stone right, school. Right. I don't think Arkansas State has to be that though. If you look at Sun Belt and you look at Coastal Carolina, look at App State. Of course, App State's had some coaches kind of run through like, there yeah. recently. But, yeah, Lafayette, another example. B- Billy Napier is doing a hell of a job down there. If you look at Blake Anderson, I honestly believe Blake Anderson does not want to leave Arkansas State. I, be- I honestly believe Blake Anderson loves 
that town and loves that university enough to where he can stay there for mm-hmm. a long time, build some, build some consistent right. success. And that, that Arkansas State not job can turn are, into something. Not all coaches are necessarily looking for the best, next best thing. Some of them are happy. No, no, right. But I think Blake Anderson is legitimately, and I could be wrong, right. but I, in my opinion, I think Blake Anderson is legitimately happy. Especially what happened with his wife last year with the cancer, in my opinion, you know, dying and whatnot. And the city of Jonesboro impressed. I mean, they went out of their way for him and everything like that. And I've right. heard from different players, yeah. and I've heard from, like, different coaches as well that, you know, he loves Jonesboro, like you said, Wes. He doesn't really want to leave for another job unless he really, you know, wants to, like, retire from the game or something like that due to health concerns himself. But, uh, yeah, but – I'm just glad that, like, Tayshawn, you know, like we talked about, you played under Steve mm-hmm. Roberts your first two years, and then you played under Q, and then you played under Gus. Hell, y'all always – hell, Wes, you know, from a Memphis fan, it's like us. They would always give us fits year in, year out, no matter <laughs> what. They still do. I did. I'm serious. I hated playing when, – when on Arkansas State had Steve Roberts, they were a disciplined football team. They were going to give you their best every time you played them, yeah. no matter if it was at Liberty Bowl or there. And also, you know, when Gus was there, or maybe it was at the end of Steve Roberts' career there. I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. But when you – the first time I ever went to Arkansas State, no offense, but that was just a big-ass high school stadium to me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. two bleachers. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I mean, now – and I, and I mean, keep in mind, I haven't been in some years, but – They've made major upgrades to their facilities. They're doing things the right way. They're getting – the money is now getting put into that university. Exactly. And it's showing. I mean, if you look at their football program, look at their basketball program. Arkansas State didn't have a bad basketball program either. For a while, uh, um, I was – you know, I considered them better than Arkansas a lot of years. Oh, heck yeah. Arkansas wouldn't play Arkansas State for a long time. Chad Morris would have got whacked against Arkansas State if they would have stepped on the field. Yeah. Until this day, they still they still don't want to play us. I mean, it's crazy no. with them. I mean, we would consider that a rival, but they wouldn't. But I mean, if they've got more to you, lose. Yeah, oh, they've got everything to lose. Yeah, I, I think it's they say it was like a state law not too long ago that um state law we, what yeah like we can never <laughs> play each other. I don't know whoever was the AD back in the day, maybe 1950s, 60s, or whatever. Yeah, they made a law to where. Uh, U of A cannot play any in-state. They don't want to lose that fan base. But but again, again, Arkansas picked up a series with Arkansas Palm Bluff and all them in the last couple years. Well, they did that because of financial reasons. Yeah, they did that for for financial reasons. But the thing with Arkansas and Arkansas State, and you're right, there is some type of law or something to that effect between the two schools. But – I mean, if you're Arkansas, you you don't you don't play that game because even if you play them ten times and you lose twice, it's two horrible losses for that coach. It's two horrible losses for that program. How can you lose to in-state, you know, little brother mm-hmm. and do that? So so if you're Arkansas, you just you just don't play the game. I mean, that's just all there is to it. I yeah, agree but agree with that, but you just don't. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, okay. Okay, so you don't want to play a, a school that's inside your state, you know. It, you know, if a you guys play each other, you that, keep, though. yeah, yeah, you, and you, but you, and you keep that money inside the state as well. 
You know what I'm saying? So every so both sides benefits off of it. Okay, oh, so so you don't you don't play Arkansas State, but you would play the teams that's in their conference. You'll play Louisiana Monroe. You'll play North Texas. You know, yeah. and so with me, it, it really doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're, is it the mid-match that, that that you're scared of, or it's just that in-state rivalry that you really that's don't it. want? That's it. That's exactly what it a is. A lot of bigger <laughs> schools in other states play their smaller schools, in-state schools. So Arkansas, I don't know why Arkansas seems like they're the only state that doesn't do it. Right, you know, right. It's crazy that you talk about that, Wes, because, you know, I'm going to bring up, you know, you wrote down some good ideas because I got some notes written down. Tayshawn, his freshman year, played at Nebraska and at Iowa. <laughs> Sophomore yeah, year, man. played at Auburn, at Indiana. Junior year, played at Illinois. At Virginia Tech, and then the senior year played at Nebraska and at Oregon. Wow! Yeah, they still do it. Look at their if you yeah. if we go pull Arkansas State schedule up from the last five years and we pull it up for future schedule for the next for the next five years, Arkansas State is always going to play a good Big Ten, Big Twelve. They beat Kansas. What they beat Kansas State. This they year. beat Kansas State yeah. this mm-hmm. year. I, I exactly, mean, you know, yeah. it's. Arkansas State is not I, – I hate the fact that they're even considered a stepping stone school because I feel like Blake Anderson has proved in his longevity there. And you can't tell me he hadn't been offered another job. You, I'm just sorry. I just won't believe Probably that has gone him and said, hey, man, you mm-hmm. want to come coach for us? I, I just He's too good of a football coach not to. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, I believe uh, Terry Mahaja, AD, man, he's done a wonderful job at um, – being able to schedule these teams, man, and being able to give us that exposure um, on a national level. Um, growing up, even in high school, I didn't, I didn't even know Arkansas State existed. Um, <laughs> it, even when it, when they came to the school, when it came to Millington, and they talked to me for a second, I was like, Arkansas State is where I thought I thought it was in Fayetteville. Because funny <laughs> thing is, um, my junior, well. My senior year, the summer going to my senior year, I went to a couple camps, and I went to a U of A camp. And and I thought I was going to be able to, you know, get some attention from them, uh, sent them my highlight tape, and I um, didn't hear, hear anything back from them. But the coach that was recruiting me, which was Coach Gilbert, he was the corners, corners best coach, he was at that camp in which – he said that he was looking at my brother because my brother was with the cornermakers. I, I was actually with the running backs. Um, yeah. He claimed that he re- remembered me, but man, I, I don't think he remembered. I think he was just talking, talking stuff. But um, but yeah, Arkansas State they definitely um built itself. Um, they built a, a great brand um these past few years. Um, Terry Mahaja, his um, his his model has always been building a monster. Um, only thing we were missing is um, knocking off a, a P5 school, a Power 5 school. Yep. Uh, I think the last school we did that was with Texas A&M, um, in which, I mean, we, we played some, we played a hell of a team. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for, for cursing, but um, we played some, we played some great teams. I mean, we played Oregon when they went to um, national championship. And, I mean, when they had um, Mariota, Mariota. we played. Auburn, when they had Cam Newton, they went to the national championships. I mean, we definitely showed that we can compete um, with those big guys at that level. Um, like I said, we just looking – we just really need to go, go to the next level. I feel like we can definitely – I mean, the Sun Belt, it, it's, it's cool, but I, I feel like we, we can definitely compete with the teams that's in that um, 
American Conference. Um, we could definitely always compete. Com- well, they always compete against Memphis. I guess the last well. uh, Power Five yeah. beat was Kansas State this year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kansas yeah. State. I, I forgot forget about. about I forget about that, but I forgot about that. But yeah. I mean, and, and I believe we were supposed to be playing um, Michigan this year until mm-hmm. COVID. You, did, you were. It was. Yeah. Postponed, canceled, whatever. And they were supposed to play Miami a couple years ago, and it got Miami, yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 Arkansas State actually. Arkansas State yeah. is going to host Miami. Yeah, man, we were looking forward to that game that too. Been, uh, hey, I was going to make that road trip and hang out Tayshawn because he used to live in Jonesboro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually, I'm still up here too as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and, and we actually we played uh Missouri. Missouri came down here. We played Missouri. Mm-hmm. I know they game. played Louisville. Yeah. yeah. Yep, Louisville. Yep, Louisville played um Louisville twice. Matter of fact, uh, when I was um uh, when I was there, um. That was probably my like one of my, one of my breakout games. Um, I believe going to my sophomore year when we played Louisville at their home, and then it came to our home my, my junior year. That's but, one um, of me and Wes's favorite road trips to go on together. By the way, playing in Papa John State or go to game in Papa John Stadium because that's yeah. what Memphis needs is an on-campus stadium like that. It will happen. It'll never happen. But I, <laughs> I don't like the, the the idea of an on-campus stadium for Memphis. Just my opinion. Not popular amongst Memphis fans. John down there does not agree. But <laughs> no, <laughs> I like the Liberty Bowl. I'm not gonna lie, I still like it. The only downside is like when you get like a full house, like I can't text my friends or anything like that because the cell phone reception so bad. That's the only yeah. Downside. Oh wow. <laughs> but uh, let me ask you this, Tayshawn. Um, yeah. Are you ready to pick some football games, man? Oh, and b- by the way, fans, just want to get this part out there. Our picks are for entertainment purposes only. Um, you know, there's no – we're not taking these picks to the casino. I know John goes to the casino. We're not, <laughs> I did that like three hours ago. Yeah, I mean, we're not <laughs> – this is for entertainment purposes only. This is just a fun show. There's no money involved. Um, but uh, John, John, Christian, and I all this week, uh, we're going to start calling it the Lucky 21. Uh, but we just take 21 games from the, from the week of college football, throw them together, and pick them. Um, John, do you want to go ahead and jump on your list? Tayshawn, I just got a quick question to ask you, real quick. How did I mean right. when you were playing at Millington, you were a running back, a stud running back back in the day? Like, right. can you talk about the running? Like, for people that don't know that might be getting recruited as a defensive back instead of a running back in high school, like yourself, can you right. talk about the transformation from a running back to a defensive back like you did in college? Um, well, with my transformation, it was kind of, I mean, it wasn't a hard transformation because I always felt like I was, I'm a defender at heart. You know, my sophomore year, I played majority on the defensive side when I, right. when I played at Middleton and, um, just my junior year and on uh, senior years where I played majority offense. Um, but it wasn't too, too difficult for me. I know just my freshman year going in when I, when I came to A-State, um, and we started on um, training camp. Um, a lot of players they used to make fun of me of my stance. They they, they said I had a, I had a weird stance, in which you know um, I can't show you guys right now. But it was just a stance that was kind of uh, unique, so to say. Um, with when I was in Millington, um, I played I played defense sparingly. I, I would play just right. the opening kickoff. I played the first series. I think Coach um Coach Hawkins he had me play defense just for the first series, just so when the, when the, um scouts and the recruiters would come to the game, they could just see how I look on the defensive side, in which um 
it, it played a big part. And so it's crazy because um, I would tell people I only had 12 tackles uh, my senior year, but I ended up going and playing, playing, yeah, playing DB in college. And so, yeah, but for your for yeah. your college career, you had sixty eight tackles and forty assists for the for that. That's a good accomplishment right there. No matter what, in my opinion, because you're transferring from running back to a defensive back. Yeah, and um, yeah, and so last night, <laughs> <laughs> even when um, a lot of schools around that time, I was getting recruited. I was getting recruited as a running back. Um, even with University of Memphis, um, it was some confusion there. They didn't know if they want me to play running back or safety. But yep. um, yeah, but I ended up playing um safety, and um, I think the agreement when I came in the A State, uh, Coach Gilbert, um, I asked him if if they can if I can come in as an athlete, and Coach Gilbert, um, he told me he said yeah I can come in as an athlete, but you got to prove that you can do something with the ball, and so I didn't I didn't play on special teams. Well, I played on special teams, but I wasn't a returner my freshman year until. That following summer, I ended up running a a four four, I, I believe it's a four 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 in my forty time, and so that's when Coach Roberts was like, okay, now you 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 definitely had the speed. So I was able to uh, return kicks when we played Auburn that first year, and I was on a return team for, um, for a couple of games. But um, yeah, they ended up pulling me off and so, kind of put some of the younger guys who was um playing wide receiver at that time. Yeah, but, I, I mean, Mark, yeah, I remember you going to play on ESPN. Well, I yeah. went to the game with Mark. I remember on ESPN, I was watching Tayshawn. I'm like, what? Tayshawn's on the kickoff now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. When I first saw you in person, though, on the kickoff, it was that Thursday night game against, like, Georgia State or Georgia Southern or something like that with Mark and Rob. That's how I – you know, I was like, okay, Tayshawn, you're doing Mr. Everything yeah. out there like your high school days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, I, you know, it, it, didn't, it didn't really bother me too much that, um, that I played on the defensive side. You know, like I said, I'm a defender at heart. But you know, I wouldn't mind having a ball in my hands just to see you know what I can do with it. Um, even even in high school, I mean, um, I, w- I would tell a lot of people it didn't. The, the game kind of came easy to me in high school. Um, right. I, I I just had that mentality that you know it's going to take more than one person just to get me down. Um, yeah, no and, and and so that was my whole thought process on that whole season, which it came out to be a tremendous season for us there at Millington. Um, but the transition for me, it wasn't too, too, too hard. I mean, just a couple, kind of fix a couple of stuff, but I always been a good form tackler and mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I got the, uh, footwork to keep up with the, with, with the best wide receivers. And so, um, for, for the, for the high schoolers that that's there now, I mean, I, I say, man, just, just ball out. Like, you know, uh, the coaches, they're going to put you where you need to they're gonna put you where you need to fit in and so just you know just just do your job at the end of the day and um if you're an athlete you can definitely excel on both sides of the ball all right well it's my first game of the week will be Oklahoma State seven or Oklahoma State who's six and two at TCU four and four uh, Oklahoma State's a one and a half point favorite Oklahoma State won last week 50 to 44 in a shootout over Texas Tech TCU's defense, as you know, West from the Conference USA days, has always been competitive with Gary Patterson as a coach. And a lot of people are saying TCU might be the one that pulled the upset this week. But I think the Cowboys definitely score a lot more points this week and definitely cover and win the game. Really? You're going to take them to cover and win? Yeah, one and a half. 
not so fast, my friend. So TCU's uh, hey TCU is a tough place to play at. I'm not gonna lie though. TCU's a very 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 tough place to play. TCU's coming in at four and four. Of course, as we know, Oklahoma State's sitting at six and two, uh, number fifteen in the country right now. Uh, this game will be on ESPN two coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, give me TCU, John. Uh, I, I've I've kind of been riding the Horn Frogs recently. Uh, they're playing good ball, as we know. Gary Patterson's always going to get them going at the right time. Uh, give me TCU to pull the upset today and get the win against Oklahoma State, and I think further cement that uh, Oklahoma is the best team in the Big Twelve right now. Christian, who you got, man? Yeah, TCU is a tough place to play, um, and they they did beat. Uh, Texas this year, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I could see them winning this game, but I just think Oklahoma State, like you said, is going to score too many points. Uh, TCU came off of pretty. Did they? I think they lost last week, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They had a they had a pretty bad loss last week, if I remember correctly. Um, I think Oklahoma State handles business. Two two and a half is doesn't make me confident, but uh, they'll cover two and a half. I know. Actually, TCU beat uh, God awful Kansas fifty nine. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's like basically like they didn't even play. Uh, yeah, it was like a practice game. Go ahead, Tayshawn. Oh, sorry. Um, I think I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. I'm gonna yeah. go Oklahoma State, man. I mean, they they showed that they'd have been a better team this year. Um, I mean, it's not gonna be a cake while playing TCU. But um, I, I think Oklahoma State, they, they'll go there and, and take care of business. All right, John. What you got next, man? Okay, next game I got Indiana travels to Wisconsin. Indiana's without their starting quarterback now. So this could oh, be – Oh, yeah, I heard he got hurt. Yeah, he tore his ACL last week. It could oh, be the end for Indiana. Yeah. But, again, Coach Allen, you know, is a great coach, as we know. Um, they play at Wisconsin. Wisconsin, 13.5-point favorite. Wisconsin's only played three games. Indiana's played six. I got Wisconsin to win the game, but I have a gut feeling Indiana's going to cover late. John, let me give you a guy's name. His name is Grant Grimmel. 63199 <laughs> true freshman quarterback. And he's, a, he's who will be taking snaps today for Indiana. Oh, we'll be okay. <laughs> Go back and look at this kid, John. I, I did a little bit of research on him. Uh, the who's who was going after him. Everybody wanted this kid. Wow. Uh, he ends up picking Indiana, um, and now he's going to get a chance to take on Wisconsin today. Give me Indiana. Dad Gummit, I love Tom Allen. Uh, the guy <laughs> is just a motivator. Give me Indiana to win this game. I think final score today, ABC. Wisconsin's 13-and-a-half-point favorite, but – Give me Indiana to win uh, 28-14. Wow. Uh, I, you know, I can see this being close. Indiana is actually ranked 12 and Wisconsin 16. Wisconsin favored by 13. Sounds like a lot, but with, with Indiana uh, not having their starting quarterback, I just don't see him coming in. I don't see him, I don't see him coming in and winning this game, but – I can see him maybe turning some heads a little bit, uh, but Wisconsin gets it done at home. Uh, and I, I don't think they cover 13, though. 
All right, all right, boys. When the Indiana quarterback just snaps off today and goes off on Wisconsin, hey. <laughs> we're recording this video. Go ahead, Tayshawn. Um, I thought they had that transfer from Utah that was going to be the starting quarterback. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I had read something that um that they was going to try try him out, but they might try out the freshman. I mean, if they got a lot of invest in him, and he's definitely the future. I mean, why not? Um, throw him out there in a big game. Oh, um, oh, 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 you're talking about uh, 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 Jake Tuttle? Yeah, 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 Jack, yeah, yeah. Jack Tuttle, yeah, yeah, that guy can play too. He can sling it. Six, yeah. about, about 220, he's a big kid. Mm, yeah, and um, well, with, with them going, going against Wisconsin, um, I think uh, they'll definitely cover the spread. I mean, Coach Allen, he's my guy. I mean, he's a fiery coach, and I'm pretty sure he's going to have that defense right. But um, just Wisconsin, I mean, they're, they're powerful running attack. Um, it's it's, it's going to be a big task for them, man. Um, but I definitely see them covering the spread, but uh, – uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of iffy on it. It's it's a tussle for me, man. It's a tussle. I think we're hesitant to pick Indiana just because we still in their our mind. Think, I still think think of them as the old Indiana, but I mean they're a yeah. good football team. Did you know oh, yeah. that if Indiana wins today, they will break a record for most conference wins ever by yeah. a football team? With wow, six. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I did not know a basketball that. school is actually good in football. You come on our show, Tayshawn, you get facts. You get, you <laughs> I like get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> My next game will be Miami at Duke. Wow. Oh. I'm, just, I'm just doing it because of the – I just got breaking news. Oh, gosh. what is Felipe Franks is out for Arkansas today. Yes. Wes, are you okay over there? It's real right. big over there. Felipe Franks is out today. <laughs> I was just telling my, my, my wife. She said, I had to say that. Okay. Go ahead. We also get big news on this show. Is he out with COVID or something? Or is he out? Yeah. Wow. No, it's injury related. Injury related. Oh, no. All right. Who uh, you, you, you got? Miami and Duke? Miami. Yeah, Miami's at, Miami's at Duke. Duke's a 15 point underdog. Uh, Duke has been struggling all year. They're 2 and 7. It could be the end of the year, end of the year for David Cutcliffe, and he'll do retirement. Or, or Archie Manning's son might go to Duke. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> Miami's a 15-point favorite at Duke. Miami will definitely win and cover that game. Give me Miami. I, I, I don't like their coach. We Everybody on this show knows this. I'm not a Manny Diaz fan. I'm for dang sure not a De'Eric King, King fan. Uh, I think he's more like a – on than a king, uh, um, but give me, give me, give me Miami. I think Duke is. I think this is Cutcliffe's uh, last ride. Really? Yeah, I think I think will uh, resign. I don't think I don't think they'll fire him. No, they sh- I think he'll they'll retire. Yeah, I think he'll step away, and I think he's done. I, I don't think he's. I think he's done. Yeah. Yeah, I think Miami wins today. Uh, finally get – it seems like Miami's finally good again, at least for this year. Um, I, yeah, I just – you know, I could see it being close game for a while, maybe a half, but I think Miami will, will run away with it in the second half. And uh, – but 
but I don't know that they will cover that 14 and a half spread. That's kind of a lot. Mm. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, I think they do cover actually barely, um, and they win on the road. Wishy washy as hell on this show too, Tayshawn. So you can throw an idea <laughs> at, the very, at yeah. the very end. You can be like, oh, never mind, guys. I don't want to do that. <laughs> nah, I think um, I think Miami. Yeah, I I, I think they're gonna win by by at least three touchdowns, man. I think they're gonna be a, it's gonna be a twenty one point on difference game for them. Um, Duke. I mean, they're definitely a basketball school. Um, haven't been known for their football in um, Miami. I mean, hey, it, it, it's the U, man. I mean, you can't go against the U, so I definitely I got Miami. All right, next game I got Colorado. Could they be the favorite in the Pac-12 this year, other than Oregon losing Oregon State? Who knows? Because Colorado did have his chance to play Southern Cal last week, which I was kind of looking forward to. Uh, they play at Arizona, Sumlin. Who knows what's going to go on with him at Arizona? 0-3 on the year already. Mm. He's still getting paid from Texas A&M. So, that's a good thing about Kevin Sumlin these days, I guess. Uh, so, who do we got? I guess I got Colorado to cover the – what is the point spread on that one again? Seven? Half. Yeah, I got Colorado. Uh, I like Colorado, man. They're a good football team. Um, they're well coached. Uh, kind of a surprise a little bit to me this year. Uh, on the Arizona side, uh, I just never really understood that hire from the very beginning. I mean, yeah, Kevin Sumlin was doing a great job with Texas A&M, but how good is Kevin Sumlin at Texas A&M without Johnny Football? I just – I don't know. I kind of question mm. the hire a little bit. Um, I th- he's a great offensive mind. I'm not taking anything from him. Uh, give me give me Colorado. I think Colorado's a better football team, a better coach team. They've got more talent. Uh, I think they'll win this game by at least 10 points today. Yeah, uh, Colorado, I like what they're doing over there. Arizona has been pretty bad, uh, to say the least. Uh, I don't have any reason to think that they'll win, but I do believe it could be a high-scoring game, possibly. Um, Colorado's going to get the win, though. And I'm not, what's the line on that game? Seven. Uh, seven and a seven, yeah. Yeah, I, that's a good line. I think Colorado wins and they cover the seven. Yeah, I'm gonna pick um Colorado as well. Um, looks like um Arizona's having a slow start for them, and um Colorado. I mean, they're just gonna they're gonna keep it moving and um continue to um win those conference games. And um, I definitely expect them to be in the conference championship as well. So, uh, yeah, give me Colorado. Colorado. All right, guys. San Jose State was supposed to play at home against Hawaii this week, but now they're having to cross the Pacific Ocean and play at Hawaii instead. San Jose State is still two-point favorite, though, at Hawaii. I like what Todd Grantham is doing at Hawaii, but I think San Jose State might be for real after all in their league this year, maybe. A lot of people are saying they're part of the favorites now with Boise. But uh, I think San Jose State does win the game and cover the two-point yeah, I think uh, I think San Jose State is is a very good football team, uh, and I and I completely agree, uh, agree with you, John. Uh, I'm a big Todd Todd Graham fan. Uh, the guy's done a good job wherever he's been. But give me San Jose. Uh, give me San Jose. Uh, they're a two and a half point favorite. I think they win this game by more than that. I think it's going to be a very very high scoring game. 
anytime you play play Hawaii, you're gonna have to score a lot of points. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, give me uh give me San Jose. Uh former Arkansas quarterback Nick Starkle, the quarterback there, seems mm-hmm. to found his uh found his niche there at San Jose State. Interesting. Um that's where he ended up. Um, after th- having a pretty bad game against San Jose State while he was at Arkansas. But, yeah, I like I like what he's doing there. He's got uh, – he's 75 of 107 for 980 yards and nine touchdowns and only two interceptions in four games. Yeah, give me San Jose State to win. Uh, I just think – I know it's a pretty much a pick em game, but I like San Jose State to win on the road and stay undefeated in cover. Yeah, I'm gonna go with San Jose State as well, man. Um, hopefully that, that that travel doesn't affect affect the game. Um, going all the way down to Hawaii, but I'm pretty sure they had done that before, and with them being on the West Coast, so I'm gonna go with San Jose State. Okay, guys, is uh, now out of the game. Uh, Arkansas just got a rough yep. penalty, first play of the game, and Basilek is down, and it does not look good. Look, looks like he left me. Go ahead, John. Yeah, got and, uh, back in. Missouri, I think you're Missouri just took the 51-yarder. Excuse me, John? Missouri just took the lead on a 3-0 field goal on 51 yards. Yeah, I'm a little behind. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's at U2TV, remember? Hey, but, uh, at least I got Fox. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get, I'll have ABC. That's the one I don't got. But, uh, I have no. all channels, John. All channels. <laughs> Quick does, not, it, okay. does not lose. Go ahead. Okay. Nebraska Scott Frost one and four at Purdue. Purdue's a one and a half point favorite. Um, Purdue is basically at home. That's always a tough place to play at as well. Uh, Nebraska kind of did not look that much. Imp- I mean, they did look impressive at times against Iowa. Hopefully, they got a new center this week because the center that they had last week kept on snapping the ball over Martinez's head. Um, <laughs> But, again, Nebraska is playing with two-quarterback rotation a little bit again. They're doing the same thing Arkansas State is doing now, playing two quarterbacks. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Purdue's definitely going to cover that one-and-a-half and win. And I think maybe McKenzie Milton might reconsider going to Scott Frost in Nebraska. Give me Nebraska in this game, John. Uh, I think McKenzie Milton will be at Nebraska. Um, I think McKenzie Milton can turn around Nebraska's offensive struggles. Uh, and I think if McKenzie Milton comes to Nebraska, it takes a lot of pressure off Scott Frost. Uh, I like Scott Frost. I think he was the right hire there. I hope that they give him time. Um, Nebraska has no running game besides a quarterback. Uh, give me give me Nebraska today. To cover and win? Yes, sir. All right. All right go What's ahead the line on that one? One and a half. Nebraska currently up seven to nothing, so – no, 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 no. <laughs> we can't do it like that, Christian. <laughs> not how it works. You don't start watching the game and be like, oh, yeah, they're up 7 Give me Nebraska. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I think Purdue wins. Um, I think they'll get it together and they'll, they'll pull out the win at home. But Nebraska keeps it close. It would be a big win for Scott Frost if he could get it, but I don't think he will. Um, and I like I like the fact that Milton's going there. Maybe he can give him a spark, what, next year? He seems like he's been playing forever, but that's just me. He has. Uh, I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to go with Purdue, man, on this game, man. Um, Nebraska, I mean, 
when you think of Nebraska, you definitely think of the the, the old school Nebraska. Yeah, so um, <laughs> well, <it's> boring, <laughs> they, John. That was not boring football. <laughs> that was fun to watch, man. Those those old Nebraska Texas games and Nebraska Oklahoma eighty yeah. version, man. That was fun to watch. Hey, yeah. I, used to, I used to play NCAA football on Super Nintendo back in the day with Nebraska with Tim Couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nebraska, they, I, I don't know. They, it like earlier this year they took a hard beating by Ohio State. Um, I don't know if, if – I mean, they're they definitely going to make this game competitive, but, I mean, if they're going to Purdue um, home stadium, um, I think Purdue, they'll take care of business today. All right, who's next, Christian or Wes? Uh, John, you skipped the game. I did. I did all seven. The BYU Cougars. Oh, yeah, the college game day. Travel. <laughs> travel 20. I don't know how you forgot about this, but they traveled 2,300 miles to get to Coastal Carolina today. Hang on one second. The BYU equipment truck. Did twenty three hundred, but BYU <laughs> flew across country. But yeah, BYU twenty three hundred miles. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, my BYU, point is, yeah, my point is, BYU is basically on a blind date against Coastal Carolina today. Like they matched each other on on Tinder, and two days later they're meeting. <laughs> the first time. I mean, that's basically what this game is. Uh, but. Give me Coastal Carolina to get the win. Game day's there. Their fans are excited. The oh, wow. Santa Clares. Give me Coastal Carolina to get the win today and shut up all these BYU lovers. <laughs> you know, BYU's defense is pretty good this year, and their quarterback has definitely improved over the last two years as well. But, uh, Wes, I hate to say this to you, but I'm picking BYU to cover. I mean, not to cover, but to win the game, but I got Coastal to cover the game because it is a 10.5-point favorite. And I do see it being a shootout as well. Yeah, um, I like I like BYU, and I like Coastal Carolina. I like they're, they're both undefeated, right? Correct. Right. But I just think Coastal has got uh, something special going on, and I think they're going to be playing with more energy. And don't get me wrong, BYU is going to give them all they can handle. Uh, I can see a shootout. BYU's favored by eleven, though, and that's that's kind of a lot there. Um, Santa Clara's magic. So this would be an upset, but give me Coastal Carolina to win. Oh, man. um, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with BYU, man. Um, yeah, they 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 beat on us. Coastal Carolina, they beat on us pretty hard earlier this year. Um, BYU is gonna definitely gonna be the ultimate test for them. Um, to to definitely see if they're a legit team. I mean, we definitely know they're legit in, in the Sun Belt Conference, but um, going against a big school like BYU is definitely gonna be a tough task. But um, I think I got BYU in this game. All right, Christian. No, I'm gonna jump to my list real quick. That's okay. Uh, got first game Texas. Oh, the eyes of Texas are upon us. Traveling down to Can- or over to Kansas State to take on the Wildcats. Texas is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Texas is just I- – I don't know what's going on down there with Tom Herman. I think there's some internal issues. Give me Kansas State to get the win today. 
Uh, I said it last week. I'll say it. I think Tom Herman is not going to make it through this season. Uh, That loss last week against Iowa State hurt him big time. A loss this week to Kansas State is going to hurt him even more. Give Give me Kansas State. Mm, 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 mm. John likes it. Sounds like. <laughs> no, I got, I got, I got Texas and Tom Herman. Uh, I like their quarterback play so much. Sam, Sam is just fun to watch in general. Texas is only a seven and a half point favorite. They should win that game and cover that game. Although, like we talked about, Kansas State as well, always been a tough place to play at for some teams. But Texas will definitely win and cover though. Yeah. Um... I like Texas to win as well. I just don't think Kansas is going to get it done. Texas, you know, they are they are underachieving again. It's one of those years where Tom Herman has somehow managed to lose a game or two that he should win. Um, but I think uh, they play they kind of play better when there's less pressure on them. And I think today, not that there's no pressure, but they're pretty much out of the running for the Big 12 or any type of playoff. Uh, so, I think they win today uh, and pretty convincingly by at least two scores, two touchdowns. Well, Texas – give me uh, give me Texas. Give me Texas against Kansas State. Um, who, who's playing at home? Uh, it's Kansas State. State. State okay, um, yeah, yeah. Give me can give me give me Texas. I, I think I I can see Texas beating them. All right. Uh, up next, we've got a big game in the American Athletic Conference game uh, today uh, as Tulsa travels to Navy to take on Navy. Uh, as Memphis fans, we know we played Navy last week. Uh, very tough game. Um, Tulsa is in the driver's seat right now for the American Athletic Conference championship. If they win out, they they're in. Uh, give me Tulsa to get the win today against Navy. Uh, we know it's going to be hard fought, but give me Tulsa. The cover to 12? Yes, sir. Navy had about 200 yards rushing against Memphis last week. Credit Memphis defense for uh, playing great on that game. But um, the question is, my opinion you know, is where it's going to be is the quarterback play. Because looking at the quarterback play, I was kind of surprised last week when their coach kind of went to the other quarterback toward the end of that game last week and basically said, okay, I'm putting another quarterback in. But uh, to me, Navy's time of possession is definitely going to be key. You cannot have 39 or second and nine or something like that to get some yards or whatever. Yeah. But uh, Tulsa's quarterback and offense – is definitely for real this year. And the good thing is Tulsa has a kicker this year. Breaking news on that. And they basically they're five and one on the year. And like you said, Wes, I think Tulsa would definitely win and cover the twelve. Yeah, I bought it. I started buying into Tulsa when that when they came back and beat Tulane with their backup quarterback. Um yeah, I, I think Tulsa gets the win. Uh Going to be tough to stop Navy, though, but Navy's not normally what they usually are. I mean, they're not the normal Navy. They're not – I don't think they're going to give Tulsa much of a much of a game today. Uh, I just think Tulsa's too good. And, man, top 25 team, never would have thought that coming into this year. But it's been a crazy year. 
2020 is definitely a crazy year. <laughs> yeah, anything can and, happen. And, and West, that coach is officially off the hot seat this year as well. Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> uh, give me Navy versus Tulsa. Give me – I'll take Navy. Um. With their running attack, yeah, with their running attack and um, with them uh, still running it, I guess a wing tee, you would call it. Um, yeah. Hopefully, they, yeah. hopefully their game their game plan is to control the clock um, and just run the ball, run the ball. I mean, yeah. as as ugly as it looks with their offense, I mean, it shows that their offense is powerful. Um, I don't know. A lot of people have had problems stopping it, but. You know, um, it should be a good game with them going against um, Tulsa, but um, I, I could see Navy um, being pulling it off. Hmm. All right, uh, on upset, huh? Yeah. Up next, we've got uh, Florida traveling up to Knoxville to take on the Volunteers today. Uh, big game for Tennessee. Uh, it's a big game for Florida too. Uh, Florida's a twelve point. Uh, I'm sorry, seventeen point favorite. Uh, give me Florida to cover that. I think Dan Mullen uh, is doing a great job down there. Uh, and I think the Gators may sneak up on some people, uh, a la Alabama, to end the year. Go ahead, John. 17 points is a lot in SEC. But, again, Tennessee's offense is a train wreck. No disrespect to Eric Gray and Ty Chandler and all them, but their offensive line can't even block for him. So – and their Tennessee defense has given up a lot of points as well, but uh, they should never still have, should never have fired their defensive line coach four games in, like we talked about in previous shows. Yeah, but um, gosh, Jerry Pruitt, the quarterback coach. Yeah, Jerry Pruitt, Jerry Pruitt. What am I going to say with you? Because I'm I don't know if y'all listen. I've sent West the link, but it, a, a caller on Vols calls called in and said, "Hey." Jeremy, how about you just go back to Alabama? And he came on and say, well, we're trying our hardest, and, you know, as an excuse and whatnot. <laughs> but, uh, God, I just think Tennessee – I just got feeling, guys, Tennessee's going to cover the 17. Although I just don't trust their quarterback play still. But I think they're going to cover the 17 for some odd reason. I think for some reason the offensive line might show up today. But I got Tennessee to cover, but Florida to win the game. Yeah, um, Tennessee is bad. Uh, I think they're going to get absolutely destroyed, to be honest with you. Uh, no, I don't think Pruitt will get fired just because he got an extension and it's a COVID year and all that. But Florida, I, I saw a stat about Kyle Pitts the other day. Every time he's been targeted, he's caught the ball. He has no drop, zero no. drops. Um yeah, I just – I mean, maybe for a quarter or two, it's sort of close, but Florida's going to pull away and make this a snooze fest. And I think they cover 17. I got um, I got Florida. Um, I think they're going to they're gonna start off strong early. They're going to finish the game early. Uh, Tennessee, I mean, they showed at times that um, they're not well-disciplined, um, as you should be. But um, I think Florida, they're, they're definitely going to go away with this. I got them winning by at least three touchdowns, at least 20-plus. All right. Uh, up next, we've got Penn State traveling to Rutgers. This is going to be an exciting game today on Fox Sports 1. Give me – 
Man, this is a toilet bowl game. It's a pick em, <laughs> it is a pick em game, by the way. Give me Rutgers. Give me Greg Schiano and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. You know, Wes, I'm going to agree with you. I think, like we talked about in previous shows, Penn State, James Franklin. I don't think he's going to be gone after this year. I really think he's going to be staying at Penn State at least one more year. Um, like you talked about, Shiano has definitely turned that Rutgers team around a little bit. And Rutgers, I think, is that – well, they've won more Big Ten games than they have in, like, the last ten years. But, uh, but yeah, I think Rutgers is at home, and I think Rutgers will definitely show a good showing on FS1 today. What you got, Christian? You know, I was kind of a believer in Rutgers at the beginning of the year, but when they beat Michigan State, but I think we saw Michigan State is not that good. And, you know, Penn State is also a dumpster fire. They got their first win last week against um, – drawing a blank Michigan. here. Michigan. Um, so this is one of those games where it's like somebody's got to win, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, give me Penn State to win. Get two uh, – their second win in a row. Um, you know, salvage what they can out of this terrible season against being Rutgers, which this in this year that's a good win for them. Yeah, it is. Any wins but, a good win for them this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Penn State as well. Um, they got they got they got to win this game. Um, I just feel like you know the pressure is on them. Um, I don't, I don't think Rutgers. Um, a lot of people didn't expect too much of Rutgers this year. Um, they definitely had that, that good win early in the season. But um, Penn State, yeah, they, they, I mean, they got to get it done. I mean, there's no questions about it. All right. Uh, up next, we've got uh, UCLA traveling to Arizona State. Uh, I think Christian said earlier this is the first time Arizona State's going to play in like a month. Um, Arizona Crazy. State wow. a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. But give me uh, UCLA. Uh, I, I, I think Chip Kelly is slowly turning that program around. Uh, he's got the quarterback uh, now. Uh, give me UCLA to get the win today uh, and cover against Arizona State and the fighting Herm Edwards. And what was that point spread on that one? Uh, two and a half, Arizona State. Oh, Arizona State's favorite? Wow. Mm-hmm. I like their stadium at Arizona State. <laughs> but – uh. And uh, it's not about the stadium, John. It's about the team. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to bring up ideas to, you know, try to persuade you a little bit. That's all. But, uh, John, they could play this game in the backyard of somebody's house, and I still think UCLA is going to win. You know, I think it's like you said, yeah, I think UCLA will definitely win and cover that two and a half straight up. Essentially, the essentially since Arizona State hasn't, like you said, Christian, in the pregame, Arizona State hasn't really played in a month, and that's really hurt a lot of teams at times as well. Yeah, um, UCLA's kind of came out of nowhere this year. I know they're only two and two, but um, you know they like didn't they give Oregon a good, pretty good game? Mm-hmm. So, based on that, you know Arizona State also gave USC a good game beginning of the year. I can see this being being a close game, yeah. Arizona State, it'd be interesting to see how they play after being off for a month, which does that benefit a team or does that hurt a team? I think it hurts them more than benefits them. But um, give me uh, UCLA to win. Uh, Arizona State is favored, but 
I like UCLA to win on the road. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you as well. Um, UCLA, um, I think I got them winning um, at, least, at least by 10. Uh, with Arizona not playing for a month, I mean, it's definitely going to be a factor for them. Uh, Chip Kelly, um, with his offense, he's definitely going to test that defense. Um, just that high-power offense, man. I mean, hey, if it's the same as it was in the past, I mean, they shouldn't have a problem with Arizona. But, uh, I got, yeah, I got UCLA. All right. Uh, up next, we've got uh, Nick Saban's going to be back on the sidelines today as he takes on – Ed Orgeron and the Go Tigers down in Baton Rouge. Uh, Alabama is a 30-point favorite. God, that's a lot of points. But give me Alabama. Uh, I think this is – I think Alabama is the best team in the country. Uh, I think if you look at Mac Jones, their quarterback, slinging Mac is what I like to call him because he's slinging it everywhere. Uh, yep. This Alabama football team is really, really good. Uh, I think Steve Sarkeesian has done an amazing job as their offensive coordinator. Uh, give me Alabama to cover this, John. I think Alabama may put a 60 spot on LSU today. said, After what he said last week about oh, – I'm not going to use that word on this show, but I don't know what he said. I don't. Man. Okay, I know what he said. I'm yeah. not saying it. I, if you tell me you don't know, you can Google it because I'm not saying it. Uh, 60 spot. Alabama's gonna put 60 on 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 LSU day. So you see like a 63 to three game like Kentucky, right? I see possibly. Yeah. I see possibly. I see possibly a 60 to nothing game. I think Alabama's pissed off and they're gonna beat the hell out of. Yeah, I think Alabama's defense has definitely showed improvement in the last four games as well. I mean, it definitely showed the second half against one of my teams I like, Georgia Bulldogs. Um, but I definitely think Alabama, like you said, West will cover the 30, but I think it's going to be like an eight-minute-to-go fourth-quarter touchdown to cover. But I think it'll be like a 44-10 to like 10 type ball game. Yeah, normally – Normally, I'm looking forward to this game, but this year it just seems like it's lost a lot of its luster. I mean, Alabama, LSU, that's a game you, you're always glued to the TV, but this year I feel like I am I'm, might turn it on, I might not. I'm yeah, Alabama, Alabama is going to absolutely destroy LSU. I mean, I, I don't even think it'll be close, maybe for a quarter. I just think Alabama's the best, way, by far the best team in the country, and they're going to show that again today. And 28 points, actually, that's about right. I think they'll cover that easily. Um, Alabama, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to go against Alabama, man. I mean, it's I mean, it's saving um, LSU. Uh, they're definitely having a down year. Last uh, year was definitely a great year for them. Um, it don't look too good for them this year. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Alabama as well. As much as I want to pick against them, but, I mean, I can't deal with this game. All right. Uh, my last game of the week is the Memphis Tigers traveling down to Nolens to take on the Tulane Green Wave. Really not sure what a green wave is for a mascot. But, anyway, um, <laughs> give me the Memphis Tigers to get the win today. I think they'll beat Tulane. Tulane's always kind of been a thorn in our side. Uh, if I remember correctly, the last time we went down there, we got thumped. 
Uh, in the rain. That'll be yeah, in the rain. I don't think that'll be the case today. I think Memphis will come out with victory. Give me the Tigers in that one. Go ahead, John. You know, Wes, Tulane is always a tough place to play ever since the Superdome days as well. But uh, yeah, I think I mean not Southern Miss, but uh, Will Hall. Credit, congratulations to him getting on that Southern Miss job. And now reports out of New Orleans are coming out. They're saying Chip Long, Will Hall's roommate from college, is now the leader uh, as the offense coordinator replacement. But uh, I'm hoping, you know, Brady White in the offense and the running attack comes ready to play today. I know it's already started and whatnot. I don't know the score is. But um, 7-7. Okay, thanks. But uh, Basically like 0-0. Yeah, so basically, you know, the key for Memphis, though, the offensive line has to block for the running game. I know Marquarius Weaver had a decent game the last couple of games, and Asia Martin finally played pretty well last week as well at times. But Rodriguez Clark and Colin Watkins got to get going with the offensive line. The offensive line has to block for them. Um, we just cannot be in, like, second and nine or third and eight or third and seven all day long against a decent Tulane defense. I know Tulane – has blown a lot of leads at times. But I think, Wes, like you said, Memphis is underdogs, and I think they're going to come hungry and hopefully win and get ready for another senior day against Houston next week at Liberty Bowl Stadium. But uh, Memphis, you never know, Brady White could break Danny Wimprine's record today in all-time passing yards as well. But I got Memphis to cover the three and win the game straight up in the long run. Yeah, um, like you said, Tulane is a tough place to play. Um, but I like Memphis. I think they're just going to – I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Uh, I hope and not. Memphis, and Memphis is going to win by 14. Book it. See, <laughs> book it, Dano. Memphis by 14. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Memphis as well. I think it might be a close game in the first half. Um, and then Memphis, they'll pull away. Um, in the second half, and um, Tulane, they might try to make a late comeback, but um, I think Memphis, um, I think they got enough pieces down there. I mean, I, I think they'll, they'll pull it off. All right, Christian, jump on. All right, my list, and I believe my first game will be A&M and Auburn. Um, that's an interesting game. Uh, I think it can be – that game's usually close. A&M this year, though, seems to be like they're – on a spiral to a uh, uh, good seat end of the season. They're not – I don't see them losing another game this year. Um, with that being said, Auburn is a tough place to play. Like you said, Gus Malzahn's a good coach. Um, and a year that seemed like at the beginning that Auburn was just going to be kind of a afterthought, you know, but they turned it around and five and three, and they've got a chance here to – get a huge win. Uh, they got beat by Alabama last week. But, yeah, give me uh, – with that being said, like I said earlier about A&M, I just think they're they're different this year. They they have an identity this year. Uh, Kellen Mond's starting to play a lot better. I just think they'll be too much today for the Tigers and they'll, they'll uh, take care of business. And what's the spread? Seven. I think it's – seven. yeah, uh, they'll six, cover Like that. six points, yeah. Uh, They'll cover that. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Give me A&M big in this game. Uh, I'm not a fan uh, of 
the Chad Morris experiment that's going on right now, I think wherever he coaches is an experiment. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I just – what he did to the University of Arkansas was just an, an, an absolute atrocity. He killed – he set him way back. Yeah. I, I mean – Oh, it was a – I mean, I was kind of behind it when it first happened. I'm not going to lie. Me too. Uh, just because of how offensively smart he is. It was but, a rushed hire in the beginning. The they guys, just kind of rushed it. Yeah, the guy's just a crap head coach. Um, but give me Jimbo Fisher. I think he is a very good coach. Give me Jimbo Fisher. Uh, I think Texas A&M should be ranked right now at number four in the country instead of Ohio State. Uh, I don't mm. think that you can uh, you can give Ohio State credit when they want to play four football games and they want to beat one good team and that's Indiana. Um, I think I think that. By the time it's all said and done, A and M will win out, and I would like to see A and M get that fourth spot in the playoff at the end of the season. Uh, give me A and M big in this game. Yeah, I'm gonna go with, agree with you, Wes. I think the key for A and M, they just gotta get a little bit of a decent running game going. I know they've had a lot of passing yards this year, but hopefully, Daryl Dickey, as a running back coach, a former Memphis coach, uh, will help the running game a little bit better and get better with at Auburn. Yeah, Auburn, like you said, Christian, is a tough place to play at. But A&M will cover the seven and win the game. Um, A&M, they've definitely been a good team this year. Um, Auburn, um, come back from that loss, I'm pretty sure Gus, he'll, he'll have them boys ready to ready to roll. Um, it's definitely a, a toss-up for me, man. Um, I think – Give me, give me Auburn. I think, I think it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna come down to the late drive, man. Um, give me, give me Auburn with the upset. Wow. All righty. But that, that, that's actually what was gonna be my potential upset game of the week. I can see that happening actually. So oh, even though I picked A and M, I still can yeah. see that happening. Um, next game, Iowa State, West Virginia. Uh, I like what Matt Campbell's doing there at Iowa State. I just think there's too much at stake today. I think they're going to win, and they're going to take care of business. Although I do see, you know, maybe West Virginia putting up a fight maybe the first half. I just think Iowa State's going to win today and uh, continue that uh, path to the Big 12 championship. Uh, Yeah, I'm a big Matt Campbell fan. Uh, I read an article this week that – I shared – David Pollock uh, said that Matt, he thought Matt Campbell would not be a bad replacement for Tom Herman. Uh, I actually could see that. Um, I like Matt Campbell. I like what he's doing there. Um, but saying all that, give me, uh, give me, give me West Virginia today. Wow. Upset alert. <laughs> yeah. Upset alert. Uh, give me West Virginia. Uh, I think if you look at Neil Brown and the job he's done out there, it's de- it's been an amazing job. Uh, Iowa State's ranked number nine in the country, a six point favorite. Uh, I, in my opinion, the wrong team is favored. I think I, I think uh, West Virginia will get the win today uh, by ten. You know, I'm gonna go opposite and pick Iowa State. Like I just think they got a little bit. I like their quarterback play a little bit better at times rather than the West Virginia's quarterback. And I think the Iowa State distractions might just, you know, go to rest and say, hey, I really don't want to go for another job. I'm going to take Matt Campbell. I like what he's done. Yeah, give me – um, I'm, I'm going to go Iowa State. Iowa State straight up. 
Um, what, what's the spread on that game? Six. Uh, it is six. Six points. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll cover the spread. Okay. Next game, we got Stanford at Washington. I'm not seeing a spread on that. What's do y'all know the spread? Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. And in most years, I would expect this to be a really good game, but. I just think Washington, even though I didn't have them in my top 25, I think they are knocking on the door. If they win this week, they'll be in my top 25 next week. Give me Washington to win. 11 does seem like a lot, but, yeah, give me the Huskies, and I think they uh, will cover, just barely. Completely agree. Uh, Washington was in my top 25 this week. Uh, just in case you're not sure what's going on, we're talking about our top 25 station. Each week, okay. John, Christian, and I, all three, do our own version of the top 25 on Tuesdays before the the selection committee puts theirs out, you know, just to kind of compare. Uh, I had Washington in my top 25. I think they'll get the win today. Uh, I think Washington will remain in the top 25. And they're a sneaky team out in the Pac-12. Oh. I think it really all depends on which Stanford offense shows up. I like what Coach – I believe his last name is Shaw still, right? Yeah, David Shaw. Yeah, I think David Shaw is a decent coach for Stanford. But, yeah, West offense – I mean, I like – God, I forget Washington's coach's name. We talked about him last week. He used to be at Boise. Uh, uh, Brian Harson. No, that's uh, – no, the Boise State. That he used oh, to be at Boise oh, State. oh, um, 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 I know who you're talking about. I can't think of yeah. Anyways, he's been there for a while other than, you know, he used to be at Boise. But I definitely like Washington at home to cover 11 and a half. And um, it's in Seattle. Uh, they don't have no 12th man, but I think Washington definitely, you know, wins the game and covers late. Um, I think I could, I could see this being a close game. Um, playing at Washington, uh, it's, it's not going to be an easy task, but I um, mean, Stanford. Uh, I, I think they can get the job done. Um, so I'm gonna go with ah, this is a tough one. I'm gonna go with Stanford. It is. I'm gonna go with Stanford. Stanford over Washington by three points. Okay. Uh, my next game will be Oregon and Cal. Oregon coming off of a upset loss to Oregon State, and Cal sitting at zero and three. I think Oregon's gonna be focused, and they're not gonna lose another game in a row. They're not gonna lose two in a row and not get upset twice in two weeks in a row. I, give me Oregon to uh, win and cover the nine and a half. Uh, yeah, they'll cover that spread. I don't really think it'll be – there'll be much of uh, much of a concern who wins today. I think Oregon takes care of business. Yeah, I completely agree, Christian. Uh, after last week, Oregon losing to Oregon State – uh, all the reports that I've seen this week is that Mario Cristobal, the Oregon head coach, is absolutely pissed off after yeah, that loss. Yeah, they should be. Um, they're going to beat the crap out of Cal today. I feel bad for Cal because Oregon is just going to absolutely decimate them. Give me Oregon big in this game. Yeah, I think Oregon is definitely going to be coming hungry coming into the day. I think Oregon definitely wins and covers. Um, I got Oregon as well. Um, I don't think it'll be a close game. Oh, Cal, 
uh, 0-3. I know they're probably searching for their first win, but um, it's, it's not going to be this game. I, I, I really got Oregon in this one. Okay, next game I have is Baylor-Oklahoma. Um, that's a game where normally I would have that game written down as potentially an upset. Baylor always plays Oklahoma really well, but it's a year where Oklahoma, you know, they got their two losses out of the way and they seem to be finally getting things going. And I think they'll score as many points as they want today. And Baylor just – they won't be able – they won't have enough firepower to keep up with them. So, I think Oklahoma rolls today big. Well, I know this is not a Robert Griffin versus um, yeah. Sam Bradford matchup. But, um, man, those were fun to watch back in the day. But, uh, yeah, Christian, I get Oklahoma definitely. They're at home. Spencer Ratley, I will say, throws – 385 for five touchdowns and rushes for another. All right. You know, uh, or West. I like Dave Aranda. I like the job he's doing to Baylor. Um, I feel bad for him just because of all the – I mean, I understand everybody's had to deal with COVID, but, man, Baylor's really <sighs> tough this year with COVID. But Oklahoma's the best team in the Big 12. Uh, I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. Uh, I think Spencer Rattler is an amazing quarterback. Lincoln Riley, as we know, is just a genius. Uh, give me Oklahoma big, 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 big in this game. Big. Yeah. I agree. Um, Oklahoma, it seems like at times, um, like they play down to their um, opponent's competition, but I feel like this game, they, they'll definitely pull away uh, against against uh, Baylor. Um, they're definitely um, it's a big on offense, so it's definitely going to be a high-scoring game for them. So I'm gonna go Oklahoma as well. My last, my last game, not not a sexy game, but I can see it potentially being a pretty good one. Boston College at six and four, uh, taking on Virginia at four and four. Virginia favored by three and a half. Two teams that are, you know. Not having their, not having a great season, but they're they're you know there's they seem to be you know they competitive each game and this this game won't be any different. I think it'll be a back and forth game. For me, it's like a pick 'em game. I can't really either way. I mean, I can see either team winning this, but give me Boston College on the road to win. Yeah, I can. I agree with Christian on that one. Go ahead, John. I was going to say, I agree with Christian on that one. I think he said spot on. The Virginia offense has been uh, sometimes, you know, fun to watch. Sometimes it hasn't been fun to watch. And uh, Boston College always has one upset every year on the road. And I think this week they get it. Yeah, completely agree, John. Um, Boston College is going to win this game today. They found an identity. Uh, they're back to that a uh, little more of an I-formation style offense, really, if you watch them. Um, give me Boston College to get the win today at Virginia. Um, what was the spread again? Uh, three and a half. half. Three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it sounds like it's gonna be a toss up. Uh, yeah, I got I got Boston College as well. Um, I mean they they're gonna they're gonna run down your throat. I mean 
does Virginia have um, the firepower on the defensive side to stop it? Uh, but, but we'll see. But I, I think Boston College, they'll get it done. And one last game. Uh, Christian didn't mention it, but Arkansas is traveling oh, to 30 yeah. today. How about forget that? You and Christian both <laughs> – you and John both, Christian. Y'all just forget games. It's okay. I got it wrote down, fellas. Uh, Arkansas <laughs> so traveling, traveling to Missouri today to take on uh, the Missouri Tigers. Of course, the connection, obviously, is Barry Odom is back. Uh, can Barry Odom's defense slow down this Missouri offense? Uh Give me good, yeah. Arkansas again to get the win. Uh, I think Arkansas is going to walk into Missouri today, get the win. Uh, don't tell me the score. Not sure what it is at the moment, but give me Arkansas. Um, yeah, you know, before this game started, I was thinking Arkansas had a really good shot at winning. But since I got the news about Felipe, uh, you know, it's going to be a tall task for Arkansas to get it done at Missouri. They got a good offense and – Yes, Arkansas's defense has improved, but they got a tall task today in stopping Missouri. Uh, as much as I hate to say this, I think Missouri gets the win uh, by by at least 10 points today. You know, I think, like you said, Christian Felipe, that playing uh, less, I hate to say this to you, it but uh, I like Missouri's a little bit offense a little bit more at times because I think Missouri finally – it showed last, I know they showed they played Vanderbilt last week, and Vanderbilt's been zero and eight for this you know this year in general. But Missouri showed some spark last week in their running game with Tyler Brady at running back, the former Briarcrest kid locally here in Memphis. But uh, yeah, I think Missouri pulls it. This what is the point spread on that one? Three, three and a half. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Missouri definitely pulls it out at home. I'm hoping I'm as wrong like, as can be. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong too because I like Barry Odom as defense coordinator. I like what Sam Pittman's doing, but I think Missouri's got a little bit more offense. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, it looks like Arkansas definitely have, has improved from last year. Um, they definitely have some weapons on the offensive side. Um, but going into Missouri, um, I, th- I, th- I think Missouri, they, they, they'll pull this one off. I think they're going to pull away with this game. Yeah. Well, take no pleasure in that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Sean, thank you very much for being on the show with us today. Uh, we apologize again for the late start. Generally, we would already be done and just everybody be chilling and watching football. But yeah. thank you very much for what you did for the University of uh, Arkansas State. Uh, I know all, right. all the uh, all the Wolf fans out there are probably going to really enjoy this show today with you being on it. Uh, and right. anytime, anytime you want to be on the show, just holler at John or me or Christian one, and we'll make sure we get you back on, man. Oh, most definitely. Nah, I, I thank you guys, man. Um, I love you guys' platform. Uh, I admire platforms like this. Um, hopefully one day I can start my own platform as well. And um, uh, I just want to thank you guys for even allowing me to be on here. And um, just you know, it's always good when you can talk talk about sports along with other great guys as well. Hey, Sean, I just want to tell you, you know, as a fan of yours since the high school days, you know, uh, appreciate I, it, man. Man, I appreciate everything that you've done. You know, I. I hated, you know, the Barlet. I mean, I didn't hate that rivalry because my – I don't know if you know this or not, but my cousins actually attended Millington growing up. They're from Millington. So, I was kind of torn on really on the who to go between – although I was going to high school at Barlet, you know. The Barlet-Millington games, you know, we got friendship all over the place 
from Highway 51 in Millington with Mark Healy and Rob Meredith to, mm-hmm. you know, to Darren Garcia, who we had on last week as well. And, uh, you know, I got so many friends. And like I said, I appreciate what you've done for the city of Millington, the city of Memphis in general, because, you know, we played Memphis schools in general. But uh, you were fun to watch back in the day in high school and in college. And that's one reason I wanted to get you on, because you were one of our favorite players to watch in the area as well. And I appreciate everything that you've done, like I said. And uh, have some Mazio's pizza for me as well, if you can. <laughs> because I do hey, I do miss it in Millington. I'm not going to lie. Because they yeah, it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark, Mark came down here like probably about a few years ago. Yeah, um, yeah. I met him. We had a uh, we had Mazio's pizza, man. It, it was a great time. But yeah, uh, Mazio's where I live, John. Mm, you what? Nachos, do you? Mm, 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 mm. Hey, their nachos are the best nachos I've ever had. <laughs> but thank you very much for being on the show uh, For me, I'm Wes Pruitt Kristen Johnson and John started But thank you very much again for watching and listening To the College, College Pick'em Show With Wes and John Thanks guys